I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for round 17, 2022. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is shattered that the head honcho is gone at North Melbourne. It is Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Yes, we start this week with just some... I mean, there was news that we probably thought was coming. Um, the results weren't I think, going in North Melbourne's way. I think you find, Adam, uh, the jungle drums were beating. <laughs> they, were, they were beating. There was writing on the wall. Uh, Adam, I, uh, I think you'll I'll, find that there was word from Clubland. <laughs> <laughs> really? Word, word from Clubland. That tells you that he's in big trouble. And also, he had the backing of the board. So you know when you've got the full backing of the board, the man's in trouble. Yeah. And you've got to feel sorry. At a time like this, only like two and a half, well, one and a half seasons into what they said was a full rebuild. And they get rid of the man who was going to take them to the promised land. And I, you've got to feel, at times like this, for Paul Roos. Absolutely. I mean, the man has put... he. <laughs> I mean, how is he not? How have they not taken Glen Archer's name down as the <laughs> shin boner of the century and gone, oh, gone Arch? You'll understand. I mean, Rusey, mate, Rusey. Sometimes the zooms lasted up to seventeen <laughs> minutes. There was one of the ones where he was talking to Nobes, and you could barely hear him over the luau in the background. But his message came through strong and clear. And so Paul Ruse, the poor guy, he's lost his uh, $100,000 a year gig uh, that he would zoom into. What was he, a leadership consultant, I believe? But, but do you know how difficult it is when you're, you're mm. trying to zoom into a meeting and also mm. the bartender's asking what drink you want when you're at the, the, oh, mate. the swim-up bar? The pool? Yeah, I mate. And when people around you at the at the pool bar are fucking yapping away, you, it's hard for... And that was the thing. Rusey never lost his focus. No, no. When people would shout out, fucking happy hour, who wants a Mai Tai? <laughs> and he'd be like, guys, I've got to focus here. I've got to get North Melbourne back on track. No, he would always give it 110%. And by that, I mean the tip to the waiter who brought the bill. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy like that, yeah. Sometimes, like, he wouldn't even play the back nine. That is the kind of dedication <laughs> that you would get from Paul Ruse while he was in Hawaii, working his ass off to get North Melbourne back into finals contention. Friend of the show, by the way. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And one of our greatest episodes, I must say, as well. Friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> if, if, you're new to, if you are new to Junk Time, you can go back through the archives. Paul Ruse was uh, exceptionally fun to listen to on one of our live shows. It was essentially us hounding him about how much money he makes for about 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then getting stories about Ross Lyon out of him. (laughs) Now, it all went down in North Melbourne, so they've gotten rid of uh, David Noble. It came out of nowhere. Uh, We were all shocked because I I personally had thought he had like a good 20 to 30 losses in him. I thought, and they've just they've cut they've cut him they've cut him loose. It's unbelievable. I thought he could follow in the um, future Hall of Famer um, Mark Neild uh, yeah. mould in terms of like you know taking a club that was struggling and then taking mm. them to the promised land. 
uh, <laughs> eight years later when he's no longer there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Roos fans, look out. 2030, you got yourselves a little flag fucking <laughs> uh, coming down the pike, you know? Think of the positives, Roos fan, both of you. Think of the positives. Dude, it's full on. Like, it's, what is it, like the fourth coach in three years or something? Or no, three coaches yes. in four years? Um, yeah, something like that. And, and I mean, yeah, it was all the writing on the wall. But then you kind of look at the internals because there was a bit of stuff about um, the players essentially saying that they would look to other clubs as options if they didn't get rid of Noble. Like, it was kind of a revolt from in between, uh, from within. Uh, uh, like, uh, Jeff Jeff Walsh is currently there doing a review. I imagine that he would have walked in there and within 15 minutes he's gone, oh, fuck, this is easy money. <laughs> like, I, all right, I've got to be here for like three weeks or a month, but 15 minutes in he's gone, okay, I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll wander around, I'll look busy for a couple yeah, of sure. weeks, I'll <laughs> do some photocopying. <laughs> I walk around with a folio, just kind of like look yeah. like I've got something to do. But I'm planning yeah, on, absolutely. on sacking the coach as early on a morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't do it day one. You know, he's probably he's probably booked all his holidays, he's bought all his Christmas presents, he's just sat there on his laptop. They're like, What are you looking at? He goes, Oh mate, internals, you can't see this. It's not for your eyes. Well, so Robbo said here on three sixty, okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh Do you reckon do you reckon Robbo's Robo's off the darts. Que- oh, oh, sorry, the- sorry. Question without notice. Yeah, yeah. Health question about Robo without notice. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one. That's a curly one. You have to think he was surely. I mean, he did have what a, a what? What do you call it? An octo? He had an, an octo s- bypass. A sept. No, a s- a s- five, six, five, six. A five, <laughs> five or six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they found an extra ventricle that they just went, fucking just bung it in there. He's going to need the help. But I wonder, like, um, but I was thinking about, like, an operation like that, when you're mm. kind of done with it, do you go, okay, I've got to be careful, or do you go almost like, well, they've cleared everything out, like, yeah. I start a new, you know? Can you go hard? I mean, it? you know, if I got a fresh liver, I am going hard on that liver. Like, what's the point of getting a freshie? If you're just going to fucking, you know, what's the point of getting a brand new car if you're just going to drive it around at 20 kilometers an hour? Yeah, sure, Mike? take it to church. You're on not going to see what yeah. it can do. <laughs> you're not going to see. It's like a fucking, you know, pretend this thing, this is like a hire car, uh-huh. right? And that's where you see what this thing can do over a speed hump. Or a little you know, bit. Because you're not paying for it. It's a freshie. Or a little bit like going into like a, a hotel that you're not paying for. And it's like, the game Mate. is fucking on. <laughs> <laughs> So let's assume he's back on there. <laughs> and hopefully he's gone up a set of milligrams. Like maybe he was on the 12s, which used to be the Winnie Blues. Yeah, sure. And now he's gone, fucking hell, I've got a fresh start. I'm like a 16-year-old. I'm going the Winnie Reds for a little while. Can you can you go higher? Like is there like a – like a – is there like what – like is there like a 32 or something? Like – Oh, fuck, I don't, I don't think so. I remember our – Do they even cigarette companies teacher? are like – Nah, mate, we don't, we, don't <laughs> to, we don't want to play with that technology. I reckon because 16 is 16 milligrams, I can't remember anything being higher unless you like, because our, uh, our woodwork teacher in high school, he smoked filterless camels, right? And this guy was fucking like yellow. He was just like covered in just tar. Yeah, sure. And I'm assuming that that was higher than your 16 milligrams. He was also like almost, well, he looked like he was 80. He was probably, you know, just coming out of uni. 35, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, Robbo said he maybe not be the great coach for like the young team that we have right now. So I read Kane Corns. Yep. Kane Corns always has something to say. He says it's all on the coach. I've never seen more spin from a club ever, and it started with the president who spoke about the really great pra- playing list. Every player has improved, and they've got a great list. I mean, what rubbish? Do they think not footy supporters and North supporters are dumb? That's a volcano. So, I mean, I mean <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was interesting language for them to come out and go. We've got a really good list, and players have improved. Because you just like like Kane Corns has said, when you watch the games, and you're like, well, he's not better. That guy's not better. And the fact that you know when when they come out and say the players don't want to be around the club, yep. that they haven't signed, like especially because it's like Cam Zerha, who's like a fucking gun forward and he hasn't re-signed and he's out of contract this year. Then you've got Ben Mackay, brother of uh, Carlton's Harry, who is contracted till the end of next year and he's a bit like, you know what? I don't fucking need this. I don't need to... As a backman for North Melbourne, I don't need to be under pressure 200 times a game. <laughs> yeah, there could be a little Let bit... Let it be down the other end for a little bit. Give me a break. It could be a little bit of writing stuff out, like write, write a year out while you're on 300 grand or whatever and then dip yep. your toe in the ocean and see what you can get. Um, having said that, also, you don't want to like fall off a cliff and you know not try as such by the fact that you know that will reduce your price. But yeah, there could be a few people just be like, you know, I'll play for me for a few more games mm. and then see what's what I can get on the open market. Do you think the other the coaches of the other seventeen clubs are nervous now that David Noble's available? Like, are they just going, "Ah, oh, fucking hell, no, Noble's out there"? You know, they're looking at their contract. They're going to their clubs, going, "Mate, fucking." Can you lock me in for another year? I know David Noble's out and about. Well, actually, that's a good point because um, there was an article about North saying they're going to try and contact Clarko or his management. Mm. But I actually mm. recommend it probably actually be better if they contacted David Noble or David Noble's management to get him before Clarko can swoop in and get the job, I think. I think that'd be a prudent move by the, by the Kangaroos. So to re-sign Noble? Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Clarko lurking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and a big fish like Noble out there now. <laughs> and they go, look, he learned, he learned a lot in his week away from the club And now we've got him back You didn't see that coming, did you, North fans? We've re-signed him for two more years It's going to be great I The interesting thing is, though Like, they talk about, um, you know, uh, who they want to get in And they say that uh, David, David Noble, the younger players Couldn't handle the feedback that he was given yep. right? And that they didn't like the, you know, the, the between the eyes. He hit him between the eyes yep. with, you know, some some brutal feedback, and he had to apologise to the club after uh, to the players after they lost by 108 points to Brisbane. And the two coaches that they've mooted of late are Alistair Clarkson mm. and Ross Lyon. Two of you, cuddly, <laughs> warm. Come on, come on in, mate. Teddy Take bear, it baby. easy. You had it. Teddy bears. Yeah, you fumbled the ball. You fumbled the ball under pressure, but you know what? I'm going to give you another 15 <laughs> goes because that's what I'm like. Because I see the good in you. They're just like always, like you know, showing up with surprise gifts. You know, it's like, hey yeah. guys, no training session today, but I've got a clown. Because <laughs> <laughs> they say that. Um, Someone said that Ross Lyon, they go, he treats the first player on the list exactly the same as the 20th player on the list. And you go, all right, one, no, he fucking doesn't. Uh, yeah, right? and, and, and two, and two, are there, what about the other 25? And two, uh, and three, are there two players called Nathan Five who are like the number one and number 20th player on the <laughs> yeah, list? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Nick Rewalt. I mean, I don't believe any of that is true. <laughs> hey, um, should we talk a little bit about our live show, Adam? It's going to be huge. Our live show at the European Beer Garden Cafe. Uh, 
Sunday, August 28th, 4pm. Tickets can be found at Try yep. Booking. Uh, going to have spectacular guests from the world of football and comedy. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be a fun afternoon. We've never let you down, Junk Timers, so make sure you come along. It's the bye week, so it's going to be, I mean, it's the first round of the AFLW, but you can get your fix. This game's on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You get your fix, you come down. Junk Timer, have a laugh. Go back to your AFLW that weekend, and then we fucking head into finals. Well, yeah, definitely. Which is going to be great. I've been rolling off the um, Saturday night where I would have gone and watched Hawthorne Essendon play in the um, first ever AFLW game for them. Um, it's going to be fucking sick. Is that going to be at Marvel? Have they moved that as I yet? I actually can't confirm if they've moved that yet, but I actually hope they yep. really do because that would be awesome. Hit in with the family. Yep. Um, now, just um, just want to check in on you, mate. Now, uh, you're not sounding great. I think the no. Jack Timers would be able to no, pick no. up out there. Yeah, I apologise. Like, uh, I am fine, yeah. Like, I've, I'm, I'm not under the COVID weather. I've, I've um, Monkey uh, pox. No, I, I okay. Okay, I might have gone to Ibiza. Um, but I <laughs> um, I actually ripped my voice doing stand-up last night. I think I went from zero to 150%. Because um, uh, uh, jokes are funnier when they're louder. Um, and no, that's true. By the fact, by near like about the eight-minute mark of the 11-minute set that I actually said to the audience, like, I have a really croaky th- voice and I want to assure you I don't have COVID because <laughs> I've and your, tested regularly. And your parody song of moves like Jagger, but it's moves like Jaeger yep. to Jaeger yep. O'Meara yep. for fourth well. one is a fucking ripping, it's I a mean, ripping way to finish I mean, the it set. it plays well in, um, it does. <laughs> on the central coast of New South Wales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're big, yeah, but, but the, the, the lyrics are so clever that even though they don't know what you talk about, it's still really funny. Yeah, so I think I've, 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 I think I've, I've done a mild... Uh, twing of the vocal cord, so I'm probably probably looking at a fitness test for next week. I reckon, yep. but yeah, but I am actually okay. But I I, I do apologise if I do sound like um I, I think I literally have kind of ripped a hammy um through speaking loudly. Yeah. Now there's a there's change coming, change afoot at the in the MCC, which is uh, pleasing for me, who is still waiting for their membership to come through. Now I got an email a few weeks ago. I can't remember if I told you about this. Or if we talked about it on the pod, no. but I got an email a few weeks ago from the MCC um, mm-hmm. saying that I had um, a very nice collared shirt that they wanted to compliment me on. But <laughs> but um, they talked about the intake of new members because I got the email and I was like, oh, maybe Rosie could be in. Now I yep. think now oh, for all the laughter that you know the mucking around, the mucking around and yep. you know mucking about pumping that we up. have, you know, yeah, a bit of pumping up, yeah, pumping up, like you. Um, joke that you know I am obviously uh, and one of the elite if it was a member of the well, MCC just, just I don't believe I joke just beautifully put on my my shorts and my uh, I kind of dress like uh, uh, how Prince George would when he was like five <laughs> <laughs> you're like an adult Prince George yeah, I, I roll into the members they say Mr. Chamberlain yep. uh, dry martini I say thank you three of them thank you and um yeah. So you got me to sign your form, I think 2004, would that be right, you reckon? Yeah, uh, yeah it would have been around that time, yeah, yeah so 2004 to So six. you're sniffing around. So I, if, if memory serves, they sent out an email saying they have an intake of people coming in, you know, this year or whatever. And I feel yeah. like, I feel like, and they have categories, so it's like restricted member and then like full member. So restricted, if I remember, yes. if I remember correctly, because it was so long ago, Adam. And um, I mean, you were still a fetus when you were a restricted member. I mean, I had to grease a few palms, but the yeah, yeah, that meant the restricted. You were the first baby to ever be born <laughs> with a collar. 
and RM Williams. They like how did they get in the womb? <laughs> the doctor said he put my he put me on my mum's you know chest, and she was like, uh, "It wasn't a boy or a girl. It was like you've had a sir." <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I do sound rough. But um, uh, the they put the, like a, a dates essentially. But I I feel like mm-hmm. they were like. 1998, if I remember correctly. So you, I thought you were getting close, but I think you might be still like a good six years away from getting in. Yeah, I, I get occasional emails where they give me access to like the uh, the Man U uh, the Man U game. They said oh, if sure, I sure. want restricted members tickets, I could probably sit up in that back corner where no one has ever sat before. Wait, allowed in there. Sorry, are you a restricted member now? I'm not. No, okay. but they kind of go for for events that they go. It's not going to really sell out. Here's a chance for you to taste the highlight. Yeah, sure, sure. Of what it's like. like so gun- I'll need to buy. Like, um, I'll need to buy a shirt with a collar. Like I remember, like when I went to Guns and Roses in um, mm. 2017. Like they sent out an email saying, you know, you get priority tickets, and it's like, could you go in the members there? Well, no, no, you could get access early to tickets, but right, like, okay. but like there would be people who were in the members area. Just by the fact that you know you have to fill yeah, out the yeah. stadium, but that they they but so, they weren't. Wait, wait, wait. Let me make this point very clearly. There were people. <laughs> there were people who would have been sitting at the Guns N' Roses concert in the members area who were not members, and so I yes. I brought that up with the board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if you were in the members section, would uh, this is a uh, members question without notice, which I need to know these kind of yeah, things. Sure. Would a would a battle jacket uh, cover you for the collar? So if you've got like a, you know, a fucking anthrax back patch on you and some yeah, you know, sure, sure. creator stuff on your front and some, you know, uh, <laughs> bolt on the jacket, but it's got a collar, would that well, be allowed, Michael? It worked two ways. Like by the fact, mm. like, it kind of, I always wear a top hat when I go to the members. So <laughs> yeah, at a Guns okay. N' Roses concert with Slash, yeah, yeah. it actually fits in perfectly. <laughs> Blend it in. <laughs> Blend it in. So the issue, the thing that they're about to change now, I didn't realize this. Okay, so um, if you're a member for at least fifty years yeah. of the MCC, yeah. your one-year membership fee yep. is only fifteen dollars, yeah, which yeah. I am fucking stunned by. Now, no wonder I can't move up the um, chain because. None of these fuckheads are dropping off. They're like not. if they kept it at what? What is it like six hundred to seven hundred dollars a year for a normal um, under fifty year member? Yep. If they forced out these motherfucking pensioners who can't afford, like the cost of living should force these people. You either, you either live on the street or you have a membership. It's up to you. What do you want to do? Well, I can right? speak from experience, Adam, actually, by the fact that uh, fifteen dollars to be a member of the MCC just because you're Daddy put you down when you were two and you got it when you were fucking 20 and now you're 70 and you, you've fucking got seven negatively geared houses <laughs> and from one of those you pull your $15 for your membership. Fuck off. How am I supposed to ever get in there? And when I do, I hope they never raise the prices. <laughs> well, well, I can speak from authority that my papa is one of those mm. $15 members. Like he's a 50-year right. member. And actually there's a room. I can, I'll can. i take it to you. Give me the Hawks play the Blues at the MCG, mate. Um we could be finals this year, and uh, we um, <laughs> and there's a room for the 50 year members. I think Broden uh, talked about Broden Kelly talked about it on the pod when he was like one of the door staff at the MCC. There's a room yep. for the 50 year members behind the glass, 
on oh, level one, I think, of the MCG. And um, you'd be a beautiful guru, uh, view of the ground, and then you walk past it, and it's it's literally like dudes waiting to die. Like, it's the yeah. oldest people in the world. And Dad got into that group about five years ago, I reckon. And yep. and I, th- I might have even talked about it on the pub back then, but, like, literally, if he walked into that room, like, there would be other old dudes looking at him going, uh, what's that young scallywag doing here <laughs> with his fancy ba da 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 music? Like, like he... Yeah, yeah. Like, he, I don't think he's actually... Uh, maybe he's gone in there when it's been, like, freezing cold. But, um, but yeah, so he's... He does the. I think, I think we should do a junk time live in. Oh, a fucking live show from the fifty year member room. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, fucking amazing. They'd be on board. What's a bukaki? (laughs) It's just with the crowd going. It's too loud. It's too loud. (laughs) But they're actually they're fucking stiffing them. In five years' time, it's going to be nearly four hundred dollars, going from fifteen to four hundred. But I'm also banking on that they're going like, look, we can probably eke out as much money as we possibly can from these people, like in their later stage of life. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think anyone's feeling too sorry for these dudes. I mean, I think they get like a free coffee and a you know a few nibbles and stuff like that. But if you if you uh, I encourage junk timers out there, um, mm. if you do kind of wander into the members, walk past the fifty year room and just and j- it's it's actually a vision into your future and marvel it, vision into marvel your future of like <laughs> like yeah. like why we have brought in assisted suicide like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you reach a time where you tap out and just go, nah, mate, we've had enough. (laughs) Now, Michael, we're having a little bit of trouble in the AFL of people turning up to press conferences. We do. So it was North and Sydney. No, sorry, Footscray and Sydney last week. uh, Yeah, Friday night, huge game. Um, Obviously, you know, probably going to set the tone for the eight. It was... Oh, oh, Adam. Yeah. Was this? Was this? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) An eight-point game. It fucking was, mate. It was a huge... It was probably one of the... We've had a couple, but it was probably one of the bigger ones. The biggest one, I think, this weekend is uh, Western Bulldogs versus St Kilda. That... I mean, that's maybe... A, has there ever been a 12-point game? We are actually getting into the you know peak time for the pointy end of eight-point games. And also, um, just by the fact, like, the top four, top eight is... Uh, top eight, getting closer to being settled. But top four is just a fucking ramshackle, gilligan... Gilligan's Island of a fucking, you know, mess up. So, as a Carlton supporter, I will not say that the top eight is settled, mate. I am fucking shitting myself that we're <laughs> going to miss out. This has got Richmond being ninth written all over. <laughs> anyway, there was only one person who turned up to Luke Beveridge's and John Longmire's press conferences on the Friday. And I was thinking, like, as a journo... That's a lot of effort. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, when you ask a question and then say, like, say, I ask a question and then you ask a question and while you're asking and that's being answered, I've got time to fire, think about my next one. And then, you know, like at the live show, if at one of the live shows, it was just me and a guest, that's a lot of fucking hard work. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, now you know how I feel. But, um, <laughs> but I also like the idea, you know, like, uh, you know, Sydney, it's not like a heartland of Australian rules football, but like, I like the idea that like, you know, during comedy festivals and stuff like that, like they'll yep. send along like the person who writes the real estate articles to do a review of a yes. comedy show. Yep. Yep. And so they come back with like, you know, something that's, you know, completely irrelevant. I like the idea, like they sent like the showbiz reporter or something to the yeah, press yeah. conference who had no idea about football and just like going. I had the farming and agriculture uh, reporter from the Herald Sun uh, review my show really? one year. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he was sitting in the front and he had his Ugg boots up on the stage. Okay. 
And I was like, oh, you're comfortable there, are you, yeah, mate? And me. he just was happy to chat and he came out. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm reviewing you for the Herald Sun. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And he's sitting there with a notepad just right there. And so I was like, oh, this is, this is going to go great. Did it turn out well? Four stars. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, it, how can it not turn you know, out? Well, you know, You've seen my stuff. But you know what that means, though? Like, four stars, that means actually he knew a lot or he knew nothing. Like, you know those kind of reviewers where it's like... Yeah, you, go, you know what? He was really excited to be there. He was even more excited that I'd chat to him. So I reckon he was very fresh to comedy. And so... Um, he was like he a was part of the show. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking great. How good is this? This must happen every show. Four stars. What a ripper. Yeah, sure, I mean, give sure. Give me five, mate. I fucking talk to you a lot. I gave you quotes for your fucking article. You know. Yeah, it's funny that. Like, you went, like you know, reviews or whatever. It's like, you know, five stars. And it's like... I feel like you hand out a lot of five stars, uh, which yeah. I think you mean um, uh, exceptionalism um, uh, comes at you quite often, which is not a reality. Anyway. Yeah, which is why I get annoyed when I get in an Uber and I'm expected to give them five stars. Now, a five-star show is a fucking unbelievably good show, yeah. right? Now, you getting me from uh, my house to the pub alive, that's not five <laughs> stars. That's four. That's three. That's three, maybe four at best if we have a good chat and you're nice to me and you took the back streets and we got there quick. But five? Fuck off. I work for fucking months on my festival shows. I've never got a five. Do you ever get do you have have you ever not given a five for Uber? Um oh yeah, there was one time when the guy pulled out in traffic and we nearly got fucking sideswiped. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, fair and enough. And I was like, Yeah, that probably doesn't deserve a fiver. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I don't think I've ever not given a five. But I also like don't really pay attention to it. Like, you know, it's kind of like when I order the next one, it'll come up, rank yeah. the other one. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, five, yeah. Whatever, yeah. You you go, I can't even remember that fucking yeah, trip. fucking whatever, mate. You know, who cares, yeah, mate? 2.30 in the morning. Fucking, oh, was I out that night? Mate, who, uh, who knows what I can be doing, you know. I mean, obviously, you know. Um, <laughs> and it's my burner phone. So I'm like, what, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on here, mate? <laughs> yeah, yours is generally from Jollymont to uh, Malvern. So it's pretty. it's a pretty safe trip. Because <laughs> when, when is your driver not taking you anyway? <laughs> No, James is, so James is good. the press conferences, I reckon the coaches would love it when there's only one person there because they know it's going to be short, sharp, Three and minutes. they're just going to move yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when they see like Tom Brown in the crowd, they're like, ah, fuck, because they've got the camera on Tom yeah. Brown. They've got to be like, they know they're yeah. going to go. Well, I think they have to go to him quite a bit in terms of like the obligations yes. for the network. And so it's just like, ah, fuck, I've got Tom Brown here. Like, I've got to put up with this shit. But also, you know what? They were kind of enjoyable. Like back when Mick Malthouse and Mark Stevens were fucking toe-to-toe. Yeah. Like that, as a, as a viewer, like you rarely kind of hung around to see it. But the next day you were like, oh, this is fucking great. And it was compulsive viewing. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose we get a bit out of it. I, I, I suppose it's like an obligation, maybe to the members and stuff like that. But like, yeah. but you know, I think what you get out of press conference any time really is a coach playing a very straight bat most often as I would like yes. if I had to front yeah, up yeah. after Hawthorne lost by 50 points when I'm senior coach Sam Mitchell watch out like I'd I, I'd give them nothing I'd be like yep they did fine yep they did fine yep. yeah we got stuff we got some learnings out of it yeah. some green shoots yeah it's all good even if I won a premiership I'd be like yep we did well we did well like I don't oh mate you'd be you you're one of those parents are you <laughs> never given any love yeah, you're the other Ross line of the of the parent world. Hey, um, can we talk about player agents for a little bit? Oh, I lo- you know, I love to. It's my favourite topic. We actually haven't heard much from our mate for a little bit, Pico. Like, 
he's Liam Pickering. I imagine he's still in the game, but he hasn't mean kind of been showing up and kind of sagas about. Um, I, I suppose actually the one thing would be well, actually it links to the story that um, Buddy's contract's up this year. I think is that right? I reckon he's got one more. Okay. It was ten years, and he went there and he played in your twenty thirteen, so twenty fourteen. So no, yeah, I think it was, or maybe it was nine years. I think it was ten for nine. So let me play it through. So. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 2000. End of this year. Up for, up for the contract. Okay. But um, his wife, Jacinta, um, mm. he, she's done the um, uh, AFL player agent um, course. A little career diversion for her. I mean, firstly, why would you want to do that? I mean, do you look at do you look at Ralph Carr and Ricky Nixon and go, "They're the people I want to be." You know, that that's who I that's who I aspire to be. But can we go through like what the agents actually have to do to become an accredited agent? Oh yeah, you'll please because you can go to the AFLPA website and they have a list of the accredited agents and uh, there's a whole bunch of them. I don't know how many. I don't think it goes into the hundreds, but like I think it would top out. I'm going to say top out about fifty or so. Um, okay. And even Rocket Eat was an accredited agent. Now, I don't know if he has clients or it was just like almost like kind of. Oh, fuck. An You'd love to be. You'd love to see a negotiation with Rocket, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Two years! Two fucking years! You fucking kidding me? I mean, Rocket, back. Rocket, I calm intrigued. down. Rocket, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think, Rocket. I can't think. <laughs> so, aspiring agents first must apply to mm. the AFLPA to attend. The three-day online player agent course. Now, when I hear online... Not three days. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, we hear three days. but I And mm-hmm. I imagine it's not three actual days. But when I hear yeah, online yeah. course, I think yeah, it means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I got my crypto traders license. Like, I know it's different these days with work from home. But, like, back in the day yeah. when someone would say, like, you know, oh, I'm just going to work from home, I'd, in my head, immediately I would think, you're not working today. Like... You're going to the expecting gym. anything from you yeah. today. Yeah. But now work You're from home is obviously shopping. a different meaning. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just work from home. Okay, cool. Um, Three days, though. I mean, you've got to carve out your week for that. You, 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 I mean, I thought... I thought it was going to be easy, I mean, but you've got to give up three days of your week, we Michael. Don't know. Well, well, actually, you, 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 um, uh, being quite uh, presumptive, three days, mm. we don't say it's three days in a row. It could be three days yeah. over a decade. Like, you never know. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking now. You got to plan ahead. You go. Well, are we going on holidays in uh, January? No, no, no. no you won't it. believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the days where uh, kids' Christmas is off. Uh, I've got to go do the online player agent course. Uh, look, your mother died tragically in a fire. Mm. Um, can you come to the funeral <laughs> on Monday? I'd love to, but I've got to do yeah. the online yeah. AFL player yeah. agent course. <laughs> I've got to learn about... One day. (laughs) Yeah, I've got to learn about collective bargaining agreements. Uh, So this is what they need to cover. Okay, the topics covered, Mm. role of... Okay, okay, topics topics covered include the role of agents. Okay, so you're... Well, that's very broad. Well, you're applying to be an agent and you have to talk about the role of the agent. It's like, well... Yeah. Like, like when I... Okay, okay, I do writing on comedy shows, you do too. Like, and we do stand-up. Like, you don't just show up to stand-up and they go, cool, you're on next. It's like, okay, what do I do? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the point? 
But also, too, uh, that's very vague. The role of an agent, like pretty much, <laughs> if you're a high, if you're a high level player who's got a lot of money, the role of the agent is very broad. I wonder how deep they go into it. Okay, so they mm. go, okay, the role of the agent, you negotiate with the club mm. about the terms of the contract, the pay for yep. each year, uh, how long mm-hmm. the term of the deal is. Uh, other roles of the agent might involve. A phone call at three thirty AM on a Sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> saying I've overdosed again. <laughs> Look, we're in Vegas. <laughs> There's a guy called Chad and he's flatlined. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got no lines. He's just uh he's in trouble. I mean that's the thing, if you're a player agent, like they they can't go through everything. There's a guy called Jeff. You need to meet him at the Tankerville. He needs four grand in cash. Yep. And I don't want you to ask any questions. Look, there's a guy called Lance. He's going to be negotiating a contract with Sydney. And you went to a meeting in January of that year to negotiate <laughs> that contract. What you're going yep, to do, yep. you're going to go on the radio on a Saturday morning for a couple of hours every week during the football season. Yep. And you're going to con- mm. you're going to say, you know nothing about the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's what's going to happen <laughs> is you're going to uh, get drunk, get behind the wheel, uh-huh. crash into a tram, yep. leave the car, even though it's got your rego on it, and run from the scene. That's what you need to do as a high-level agent. And there could be a possibility that at some stage you may do comedy shows with Chopper Reed. Okay, can you handle that? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I worry for Jess. Uh, also talent identification so not only are you being an agent but you've got to go out there and look for the kids well actually that you think are going to take it to the next level i'd be curious about that actually that'd be a question for our friend of the show craig coombs hope you're doing well creamsy um it's by the fact that you know how many as much as recruiters are out there looking for talent like how Mm. much uh uh managers looking for talent in terms of like you know you you kind of want to get that top 10 pick don't you in terms of like, you know... Well, I mean, well, surely they're only going to like, you know, Vic Metro and, uh, you know, all the... the, the, the t- is it... What is it? TAC? What's it called anymore? It's the under-18 comp called these days. Anyway, you're going to the under-18s, whether it's, um, you know, AFL or AFLW. Yeah. But you're not you're not going to like fucking some shit-kicker game out in Moorabbin in the under-15s hoping that you might find some fucking, you know, kid that no one's into and you like talk to the parents. You go, mate, I'll give him you know, here's my card. And they're like, what the fuck, mate? Stop stop watching my son. Well, that's actually a very good question. Like, uh, do the player managers have, like, scouts of their own in, like, you know, WA in Canberra and Queensland, like, looking out for players, like, in terms of... Or do they kind of feed off the recruiter people and go, what's yeah. your take? Oh. We'll go search for them. Or... Or is there a little bit of cash going the recruiter's way, going, hey, you spot a kid who's not bad. He's an ex- Like, you see... Uh, you know, a recruiter for a club, he's rocking up in his Maserati, and you go, hey, doesn't he only get like $70,000 from the club? Maybe a, do you think, are you saying there's a few pineapples sliding across the hands? <laughs> couple, mate, couple of, so couple of lobsters. Y- uh, you talk about um, uh, the role of AFL agents, AFL football operations mm. regulations. I'm really, is mm. that a black ops thing? Like, kind of like get down line. I'd like, say so, yeah. They yeah. know all that shit. They know what happens in the arc, yeah, all that sure, sort of stuff sure. that we, we're not privy to. Yeah, sure, sure. I feel like that's like a bit of like a dark kind of Gen 6 committee kind of thing we don't really know about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, talent. yeah, yeah. And then player development welfare. But then another one. Okay, here we go. So applicants then complete an entrance Ooh, exam. This is tough. Oh, fuck. That's not easy. That goes for more than three hours. 
More than three hours, Michael. More than three like hours this at is a time. At a time. We make, make it clear. Three hours yeah. in one hit. For one exam, over three hours. And they don't, like, it doesn't say that it's got, it's capped. It could be like, it could be like 96 hours straight. And that's where, when you get to the end of that, it's like, it's like getting into the SAS. Like, if you get through that, they are like, mate, you are the elite of the elite of the liars and you deserve to be here. That's actually a really good point. It says it goes more than three hours, but it doesn't yeah, have an three end hours term. two. Yeah. <laughs> so either like it's a really easy test that people do really quickly, or yep. you can just be like, "Look, I've got nothing on today. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to." <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it, you and I, because uh, we we both ended a um, a production that we were working on together. Perhaps the junk time management team could come in. I mean, I've got three days over the next couple of weeks. You've got three days. Let's do it. Well, I actually wonder about the um, requirements, like why you have to, like, okay, okay, here we go. We'll get back to mm. the questions on the yeah, exam. We'll come back. But yep. applicants have to provide proof of professional indemnity insurance and a police check. That seems to be like the only requirement to be a player agent that you have insurance. And you've got to pay $3,300 to take the exam. Yeah, yeah, but we can do that. We're doing very well, obviously. Oh, do it very well. Yeah. I mean, police check. I mean, yeah, you might. Okay, be, you might right. well, yeah, 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 you go for it. You go for yeah, it, you yeah, go for it yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Put in a fake name, you know. You, but you've got your Venezuelan pa- passport, so you'll be fine. It's fine, mate. It's fine. But it's uh, it seems like anyone can do it. But the questions in the exam they cover uh, the league's collective bargaining agreement, AFL rules, mm. players' mm. code of conduct, the anti-doping code, and illicit drugs policy. But I, it struck me AFL rules. Like, what does that have to do with? Like being a player agent by the fact it's like, mate, if you're infringing on the mark, like what yeah, is yeah. it like a a two meter or a three meter or a four meter? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so, um, son, I've got you uh, five million dollars over four years, and and then they go, uh, is this pushing the back? You go, no. They go, that's pushing the back, mate. Deals off. You're like, fuck, what? When did that change? I th- That's an interpretation. Sorry, mate. I actually think, actually, uh, Jack Ginnivan's uh, agent could be struck off the list. <laughs> <laughs> you show him footage, and he goes, nah, yeah. it's a free kick to Jack. It's like, no, he ducked. He ducked. And I think it, what they mean here is if you, uh, as a part, so they watch you, obviously, when you're doing the exam. When you come to the illicit drugs policy, if you could keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah. And not just burst out laughing and just give, like be slapping the table, going, "You are fucking kidding me! Yep. Is this? Am I being punked?" Yeah, sure, sure. And when they say uh, you got to pay three thousand dollars for the course, uh, and you go, "Oh, can you take that in grams?" You go, "Well, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be." Well, an agent. sorry, sorry. Yeah, I apologise. Anyway, good luck to Cinta. Hey, uh, we're gonna hit the road. Uh, don't forget our live show, Sunday, August 28th. Yeah, junk time pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Go Hawks. Go Blues.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 